Dialed by Science CEOs is hosted by me, Megan Martis. And me, Io Aikby. We are young CEOs and founders of ventures in the clothing industry. I am the founder of Pangio, a premium clothing care company. And I'm the founder of Clovo, a natural undergarment company. With our shared backgrounds in science and engineering, we take a unique lens to talk about sustainability, representation, and innovation. To do this, we bring on incredible changemakers in the clothing industry to grow awareness and positive change. All right, um, welcome to the Style by Science CEOs podcast. Today, our changemaker is McKenna from C of E, and she's going to be talking a little bit more about her story, how she built her company, C of E, uh, and how she did it all while being in college. So, McKenna, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Megan and Ao. This is really exciting, and I'm so excited to be your third podcast. I feel lucky. Yes, we are so excited to have you, and um, I'm I'm like super pumped to actually like officially get to talk to you. We've been we met each other through WeBank because we're in the WeBank Student Entrepreneur Program, and I remember seeing you, McKenna, and you just had this like infectious energy and. Just like I could tell you were really passionate about what you're building um, and also got to learn more about your company. And I was like, oh, wow, she's dope. Got to have her on. So I'm glad that we've come full circle today. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we want to talk a little bit more about you, your background, your company, like what you're building and also the impact that you want to create. But first, want to start out with um, what's your story? Like, what's your background? Um uh, and w- like, what was your experience in college too? Of course. So I can start off by just explaining to you a little bit of what C of E Athletics is. Yeah. Uh, so C of E Athletics is an ethically made activewear line. We spin recycled plastic water bottles into each one of our pieces and we physically remove one pound of waste from our shorelines with every item purchased as well. So we're partnered with the Plastic Bank. And um, our motto is make waves, not waste. And in our first year of business, we just hit the one year mark. Um, We diverted over 100,000 pounds of waste from our shorelines. And um, that's both through our ocean cleanup initiatives and through um, there's about another 70,000 through repurposing into our apparel as well. That's really cool, though, that you are able to not only recycle it through clothing, but also that you do beach cleanups. I think that's really unique to your brand. Um, and so what was like the inspiration behind this whole project? Did you have a personal connection with sustainability or what was your story about what starting CEO of Eve? So I guess like the main story behind it, um, CV's really been a combination of what I'm passionate about. Um, firstly, I'm, I'm actually a division one athlete. So, uh, I'm constantly wearing active wear, um, everywhere, every day, training in the morning, in the classroom, back to practice. Like I'm just wearing active wear always. That's what all my friends wear. So I'm hugely passionate about activewear, but then I'm also hugely passionate about the ocean. And um, I'm sure you guys are both familiar with um, 
finding a problem, creating a solution and entrepreneurship classes. That's kind of um, constantly in the forefront of what we're trying to do as entrepreneurs. Um, so my freshman year in my intro to entrepreneurship class, my problem was that plastic pollution problem as well as the fast fashion industry. And I wanted to create um, a quality ethically made product. And that is when CUV Athletics became involved. And we also um, incorporated the ocean cleanups with the plastic bank. Um, the plastic bank's actually based out of Vancouver. And they've basically set up a bunch of um, recycling and cleanup locations um, across the world, um, specifically in third world countries. Um, they actually have a lot of locations in Indonesia. And um, basically, they pay the locals to go out and clean up plastic, and then they'll come back and weigh it at the collection centers, and they'll be paid in either resources or um, in the local currency. So that's been a fantastic um, company that we've been able to support through sales of C of E. Um, I can go into more of like the process um, if you'd like. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear that. Yeah. So, um, wow, this is a while ago now. I feel old. <laughs> my freshman year, I, um, I pitched the idea in front of my intro to entrepreneurship class. I actually ended up going to the state business competition in Connecticut and I, I won $2,000, which was a lot of money to me at the time. I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> uh, this is fantastic. I'm like, it was just an idea. Um, and I had put so many hours into, which I didn't realize at the time I did not realize I, I was in the library for hours. I was creating my logo in my intro to visual design class. Um, I'm looking at it right now too, cause I have a the sticker, the laptop sticker. It's crazy to think like my freshman year, I created this logo in an um, intro to entrepreneurship class with, or sorry, in the visual design class. Um, I had some classmates help me with it too. Um, but basically, it's actually, I'll just go into the logo now, too. It's um, an upside-down triangle, which is um, the actually a alchemy symbol for water. And we put a wave through it. And then we did C um, for the ocean. And then it's kind of a play on words, a vision, C of E, athletics. And um, this all happened, anyways, in university my freshman year. It was all an idea. I remember creating the logo, creating the website. And um, creating like a vision board of activewear designs that I really liked. And um, basically this culminated into a presentation and a pitch in front of my class. And then that pitch brought me to that competition. And then once I won that $2,000, it was almost kind of like a motivator. I'm like, okay, wait, I kind of want to make this actually into something. So I actually started reaching out to designers. Um, my university was located in Connecticut and just being a little Vancouver Island girl, I was like, Oh my gosh, I got to take advantage of this. I'm right in between New York and Boston, like huge fashion spaces. Right. And, um, I started emailing uh, fashion designers to see because I, I'm, I'm by no, no means a fashion designer. I know what I like. Uh, I feel like 
I have pretty good taste and style. Um, but when it comes to like the dimensions and actually doing the professional drawings, I, I gotta, I gotta get somebody for that. So, um, anyways, started reaching out to design teams. I didn't really hear from anybody right away. I was kind of asking around being like, Hey, um, university student, any way you could do some pro bono designs for our first collection. Um, and it wasn't until the summer, um, going into my sophomore year that I actually heard back from a design team is actually a connection through personal connections, friends of friends. And, um, I ended up, I was already home, but I flew back to New York to meet this design team and I pitched them the idea of CV athletics and, um, they're actually called GoTech studio and they, they kind of took me completely under their wing and have helped me with all my designs and they still help with CV designs uh, to date. And um, then we started looking into manufacturing and ethically manufacturing sustainability. Um, so that's kind of where we got into um, looking into the RPE tea machines, which is recycled polyester. And our factory is in Indonesia. Um, so it's actually RAP certified. Um, that's World Responsible Accreditation Production Certified. Um, so that's just sustainability, um, fair wages, no child labor, good conditions, all that, all that good stuff. That was really important to me. Um, and so just like all of this stuff came together. Um, we were able to find a factory. We were able to get samples that summer. And it was kind of like a soft launch. This all happened so quickly. A soft launch of um, prototype samples. We were at um, the Future Oceans Fashion Show that we were able to be a part of on Vancouver Island. And um, yeah, kind of no looking back. We officially launched, I believe, February 2020 with pre-orders. And then, yeah, we're here now what is it 2021 wow so february will mark your first or has marked your first year in business yeah yes no officially officially we had product we officially it's officially april april uh officially marks year one okay so incorporated. oh okay yeah so so now people will officially, your customers officially have their product. Yes, yes. Wow. So we're actually on to collection two already. Wow. So we launched with leggings, sports bras, and tank tops. Um, but we've, we now have, um, and that's all women's, we now have bike shorts, joggers, um, more, more sports bras sports bras, um, more types of ankle length leggings, capri length leggings. And uh, we actually launched men's joggers because there's a lot from men. So they're like, what about us? Uh, so we, we have men's joggers <laughs> and men's workout shirts as well now. That's amazing how you took this idea from freshman year, worked on it, built it out throughout the summer, got help, and then officially launched it last year. And now your product is in the homes of people all over the US, right? It's really cool to see. I actually like yeah. the best has been 
my friends um, taking picture of other people wearing CUV and being like, hey, I saw CUV today. I'm like, no way. That's wow. so cool. Like, this girl had your leggings on. I'm like, really? Send me a picture. <laughs> it's so <laughs> exciting to me. I love it. Yeah, I think that's every founder's dream to see their product out, out in the world. Um, so I definitely want to dig into the ethical manufacturing piece, which I'll let Megan dig into that. But I want to pause and just ask you, how has it been running a business while being in college? I feel like not everyone does that. And even just to run a business, especially in the early stages, is a lot. And so doing that while in college, and you mentioned that uh, before our our pre-call, that you graduated as well. So congratulations on graduating. But how has it been running a business in college? So I guess, like, I'll go back to because I I forgot if we were talking about it before or if it was after we started recording. But um, it started as a class project. And when I started working on it, it didn't really feel like work to me. I just really enjoyed creating um, everything from my logo to my website to, like, the collage boards of inspiration, of designs. Um, They were all done in my university library and it just didn't feel like work. It was just so much fun to me. I don't know how to put it other than that. So the first, like the first creative starting steps of starting CV were just, it was just fun, passion. It was also for school project. I was getting graded on it, but like, it was just like, it wasn't like a monetary thing. If that makes sense, it was just fun creating. And I was just, I feel like I've been so fortunate with the response. Um, I'll be straight up though. I did, I was, I did not realize how difficult it was going to be being able to balance everything. Um, Being in an accelerated program. So I have a ton of courses um, being a division one athlete as well. And then starting a business, I honestly, like, when I look back on it, I don't know if I would have been able to do it if COVID wasn't a thing. Because COVID allowed me, in hindsight, it allowed me to actually um, take a break from rugby. That's my sport. Because I would have been going away on weekends. I train every single day. Like, I actually think I might not have been able to mentally handle it. And um, I know we discussed earlier too, um, I'm actually partway through my MBA and I've decided to just fully cut it off, take a break for the next 12 months to 100% focus on CUB. Because being an entrepreneur in university is definitely not for everybody and it's a lot of work and it's, uh, you definitely will have those days where you're like, what the heck am I doing? Um, so... <laughs> Long answer short, it's really difficult, honestly. It's really yeah. difficult. Yeah. Totally hear a lot of what you're saying, that it's it's hard and not for everyone. And also just a lot of, like, mental balancing of everything. And sometimes while you're a student, it just gets to be a lot. And you question, what are you doing if you're on the right path? So totally, un- like, feel you on that. Um, having started, actually, Hingyo through a class project, too. So it's kind of cool to hear your story because it reminds me a lot about how I started back in my freshman year. So Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, well, yeah. it's used to find – that's what's been so great with B-Bank, too, It's just everybody – is kind of on that same 
path and we can all connect with each other to a certain capacity where Mm -hmm. maybe you wouldn't find that with your peers in university as much um but you're able to find that through others in other universities it's been really cool yeah it's definitely not for everybody but go us right (laughs) crazy people over here (laughs) so as i had mentioned before i really wanted to learn more about why you chose an ethical manufacturer from the beginning because you probably had a lot of choices and what was your search process like so really just tell us more about why that you and how you did it yeah so ethically manufacturing was definitely a top priority um when launching C of E. So everything from our packaging to our marketing materials to the product itself. Um, I've taken a lot of time into thinking the best way to be sustainable in every kind of aspect of the business. Um, so once again, that's just, uh, we can even like, go, we can start off, like, let's just, let's break it down. So first off, uh, we do use biodegradable packaging with no issue. Uh, so every every single package of CUV goes out in a biodegradable package. And, that, and through that partnership with no issue, they actually plant a tree uh, with every bag that we ship out. Uh, so that's been really cool focus. Um, once again, we support the plastic bank. We remove one pound of waste from our shorelines with every purchase. And then most importantly, when we manufacture our clothing, we have that wrap certified facility. Um, we use over 80% RPET in each one of our pieces. Um, so for example, in our Onyx ankle legging, we there's 25 recycled plastic water bottles spun into that. Like my sports bra right now that I'm wearing has 10 recycled plastic water bottles in, in it. Um, so that's kind of, that's, I mean, I could go into the process. Um, Briefly, like the best way to explain it is we take a recycled plastic water bottle, we cut that down into flake, chip, and then fiber, and then that soft recycled fiber is what's spun into our clothing. So, yeah. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, one of my um, people that was in my college incubator, they are Fair Harbor, and they do something similar with recycled uh, board shorts, like swimming trunks. Yes, okay. I was actually very inspired by Fair Harbor because they were one of, so were they at your university? Yeah, they went to Colgate. Okay, cool. Okay, so Fair Harbor is one of the first companies I saw that in Norton Point, but uh, Fair Harbor, they do the board shorts and I thought that was so cool. Um, And that actually like what I, seeing that in a university startup, I was like, okay, I can do this, but I can do this with activewear. But I did know about them um, when I was doing my research on CUV. And I remember them being in one or two of my PowerPoint presentations as like other companies in the space and in the market that are actually doing it and are successful at it. So that's that's really cool that you're connected to them. Um, and then the other one was Northern Point. It was like a sunglass company that was making sunglasses out of recycled plastic bottles, which I thought was oh, wow. also really cool. That is really cool. I've never heard of that. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 So thanks for telling us more about uh, why or how you chose an ethical manufacturer as well as how they turn the plastic into clothing. Because I think that's like a really interesting story about how that process even happens because it doesn't really make sense without like explaining it further. So um, I guess from the perspective of you, though, like why what was your value in ethical manufacturing? Like why 
did it matter to you? I think I'd go back to our motto. Um, it's make waves, not waste. So I think it would be kind of absolutely ridiculous if we came out with an activewear line that was made with regular um, materials. It just isn't part of our mission at all. Um, it has to be sustainable in my mind. Um, I think that's how I would explain it in short. Um, sustainability as a whole is really important to me though too. Um, I would say like, I, I, how would I say? I would say I'm sustainable-ish or I'm, um, I've also heard people say that they are imperfectly eco-friendly. And that's kind of like how I would say I was like, I didn't grow up in a family that prioritized sustainability, I would say. Um, I mean, we recycled, uh, but that was kind of to the extent of it. So I think with learning and being in this sphere more, I've learned a lot more about sustainability um, as a whole. And I'm still working towards being better. Um, I think it's just like taking, it's always been important to me, like just growing up on Vancouver Island, we're, we're kind of like deemed as a bunch of hippies. Um, we're all very like eco-minded, sustainable people. And I think I had a little bit of an aha moment when I went to university in the U.S. Um, we don't even have, we didn't have proper recycling systems at our school when I first got there. Um, the trash and the recycling would be, you'd see the trash trucks come and they'd shove everything into like the same the same truck basically so I'm like that's a little bit off um also it's just like around campus we have garbage cans where at home we'd have our garbage can next to a recycling bin next to a compost bin so to me I'm just like okay this is clearly a bigger issue um especially in a first world country like the U.S. that needs to be uh, taken care of a little bit better. Uh, I'm sure there's areas in Canada that aren't as great either, but um, what was the question? <laughs> I feel like I'm just going off right now. <laughs> I forget what the question was. <laughs> uh, essentially why you mentioned like earlier that ethical manufacturing was a top priority for oh. you. I'm just going to sustainability and like, yeah, I, I just feel like, yeah. And you I'm imperfectly eco-friendly. Sustainability is really important to me. Um, it has been my entire life. Um, mostly like later in life though, just because growing up, it wasn't a huge emphasis. We recycled, but that was kind of it. Now I've learned more about composting and like introducing that into my life. Um, Having a tote bag when you're going to the grocery store so you're not using the plastic bags. Um, reusable cups when you're going to Starbucks. Um, it's just these little things that you can implement into your life. Um, one thing right now I'm working on is like more of a plant-based diet. I still eat meat. I am, I like I'm working towards like right now it's just 50% of my meals being that. And I'd like to evolve, but I am once again, imperfectly eco-friendly I am I'm working towards these things right and that's kind of what I like we have an ambassador team of over 200 ambassadors um that represent C of E and like that's kind of what I 
preach them too. It's not about drilling in people's mind. Like I'm perfect and I'm sustainable. And it's just making little changes and supporting small businesses that actually give a shit and um, are here to make an impact. Yeah. I want to be an impact brand. If that long answer short again, I feel like we want it to be an impact. We want it to make a change in a certain way. And that's, um, sorry, my dog in the background. Um, It's just, it's making little things. And these little things will, they're making a big difference, honestly. Yeah, over the long run. And I love how you're very honest about how, like, you're imperfect with it. But that doesn't mean that's going to stop you from actually making those micro changes that will eventually turn out to be a huge impact. And so speaking of impact, for you, we like to ask, um, we like to ask all of our guests uh, this question. And for you, what impact do you hope to make in the future, whether that's with CAV or beyond CAV uh, in other areas? What is the impact that you um, want to make and hope to see in the future for yourself in the world? Well, I guess I can answer that in both ways because they're kind of interconnected with how I see my future going. But uh, with CAV, my goal by 2025 is to remove over 1 million pounds of waste from our shorelines uh, just through our ocean cleanup initiatives. Um, We're also going through the process with CAV right now to to become carbon neutral certified. So those are two massive goals with CAV. And then personal goal for me it's just I'm so excited to actually be a part of these ocean cleanups and to be able to travel the world and make an impact in these communities that need need some major help wow that's amazing McKenna you to the least are very inspiring and I I love how you kind of walk over this journey and you've taken it with stride and uh, navigated it fiercely um, and stuck to your values. That's like really important and really key. And so it's really great to see. Um, so yeah, we like to finish and wrap up our podcast episodes with our takeaways. So I just want to share our appreciation for you for coming on. I learned so much and took away so much. I think the biggest thing for me is just staying true to your values is like the biggest thing I took away from you. Um, I love how you've, it, you, are very like coherent and consistent with your branding um, and how you think about how you make your products and the whole life cycle of it all. I think you've like taken such a thoughtful approach and I think that's super inspiring for other business owners, especially now too. Megan? Yeah, I definitely agree with Io and as well. I think that the fact that you guys also take plastic off the beaches all over is just so incredible that you've really thought past the product impact you've thought fast, like you've gotten to the world impacts. I think that's great that you've taken it a step further and really want to make changes everywhere, not just in the active wear space. So that's incredible. Definitely great job. It's very inspiring to see. Thank you, Megan. Thank <laughs> you, Ao. That's uh, you're both so sweet. And thank you for being messengers for change. Mm. Wow. What kind of, you guys are seriously spreading positive light and I'm so excited to be a part of the start of your journey with this and I know you'll both be very successful thank you McKenna I that made my day you're speaking so much life thank you I I love how you worded that <laughs> 
That's amazing. Um, McKenna, thank you again for being on. Really, really appreciated you being here. Took away so much. Um, to all of our listeners, let us know what you learned from McKenna. Let us know how you're inspired from this episode. Leave us a review. Send us an email. Leave us comments. All of that good stuff. We want to hear from you. Um, thank you again for listening. And we'll see you on the next episode of Styled by Science CEOs.